And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hope you're having a great day. I am driving in the car right now and uh, in some traffic, so that's kind of depressing. So uh, I think you, well, I definitely mentioned on the podcast, but I just haven't recorded a ton in the last handful of months. Um, But we moved, so we used to live uh, in, in a town called Carlsbad in San Diego, and it's a pretty pretty popular beach towns. A lot of people that have been to San Diego have heard of Carlsbad and we really liked it or we love it actually. And I'm actually driving from Carlsbad right now. So a lot of our life is kind of built around Carlsbad, which is this, you know, like I said, this popular beach town and, uh, and it's super cool. We just, we really adore it. And, but we wanted to try our hand at, you know, getting a house with some land and there's really no there's no land in Carlsbad. It's you know it's a beach town, so uh, it's just it's not going to happen. Um, I I think even if you had you know just obscene amounts of money to spend, I literally don't even know if there's plots of land. Uh, maybe there are, but like the people that buy the land, you know, you're buying like the side of a mountain, so it's not usable. So we had to go in a little bit inland, meaning away from the water, to get some land. So we bought you know a house on seven acres, um, which is pretty cool, and. And most of the time, it's about 25 minutes from, you know, kind of where we built our life, you know, uh, in in Carlsbad. So our church, a lot of our friends, and all that stuff, which is really not that big of a deal. Um, Like, I don't mind, I don't mind that drive. Uh, And we, generally speaking, avoid rush hour because we don't ever need to drive in it. But there's a few things that we do occasionally uh, where you might get stuck in rush hour. So like right now, I'm you know, I'm driving home, but everyone's driving to work. And so I'm trying to go home and everyone's going to work for morning rush hour. And so I can get occasionally get stuck in traffic, uh, during this, this stint here. Um, and it's, that's, that's like not soon. I'm like, so I'm thinking about it. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I like this. So we're, uh, we're going to give it at least a year or two before we like make any thought or considerations. Another thought that we were doing or putting together is, you know, uh, buying another a second house in Carlsbad. Um, and then, you know, if it can be, if it can be a, a dope enough house, 
you know, use it for like rebels events. Um, so we can, you know, get the tax write off in that way. Um, and if not, maybe, you know, rent it out. I don't really want to like, like I'd want to buy another house for the sake of using it. Like, I don't know if I want to like mess with, you know, Airbnbs and stuff like that. Um, with like a, with a home in that, that's used in that capacity. So we'll see, kind of still figuring it out, but the house that we bought is really cool. It's, it's beautiful. It's a, you know, it's a real modern build. Um, you know, just really, really well constructed, nice house. Uh, and then the land is pretty cool. So, um, we like having the land, almost all of it is usable. And, uh, so that's pretty sweet. So, um, yeah, we're kind of, you know, playing that one by ear a little bit, but that's what I'm doing now. I'm driving and driving home and, and, uh, we'll see how long it takes with some of this traffic, but I'm moving pretty good right now. So, but I wanted to share with you just some of the things that we have been, I guess, working on. I, I realized like how, how little I've shared. Uh, and on, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, some of it comes from like a place of fear. Like I don't want to ever come off as braggadocious. And sometimes in marketing, like, you know, you have to, you have to be confident, right? Um, and, and, and we are confident people. So sometimes that confidence can almost come off a little, a little braggadocious. And so the podcast has always been a place for me, I feel like to like really kind of show who I am. Um, and, and, you know, not be, you know, braggy or anything. And so I feel like as, you know, we're working on bigger things as, you know, as we've been blessed more in our business and kind of acquired some things, either business growth or actual like items in the world. Um, I've been less and less, I guess, inclined to share those things because it just, I just never wanted to come off in that way. I don't want to come off. I don't want it to come off negatively. I don't want it to come off like braggy or anything like that. Um, and then secondly, you know, like there's just some, you know, evil schmucks out there. And, you know, if, you know, I, it's a part of my fear is like, okay, well, if people know that we, you know, have this or that, you know, you know, and they just want to be dicks because they're, you know, just entitled little communists then, and they like, you know, want to come after us for some ridiculously unknown or some ridiculous unknown reason other than just like trying to take, I don't know, that scares me too. Right. And, uh, and I just, you know, you hear the story about like the lady that spilled hot coffee in herself at McDonald's and like sued McDonald's for a, a jillion dollars and, you know, one, or like, the, you know, the burglar that slips, uh, on, on the porch of the house he's breaking into breaks a leg and sues the house owner. Like, just insane. And so I, we just live in a litigious society. And, um, so I try not to make myself a target in that way. Uh, and you know, we've done, we've done a lot of protective measures. Like I think it would be very difficult for a litigious communist psychopath to come after. Um, but still, I don't want to like create headaches for myself. So for all those reasons, I've just been less, inclined to share some of the stuff that we've been working on, um, and and those kinds of things. Um, but you know, I feel like, I don't know, most people that listen to this podcast, you know, you're probably, you're probably, you know, most people listen to the podcast are all awesome. You listen to this right now, you're awesome. And I think it's probably fine. Um, I think you understand where my heart's coming from. Um, and 
And uh, yeah. So anyway, all that said, uh, one of the things that we've been working on is we've been, and, and I guess this one right here, I was not even sure if I could talk about it in fairness, but we've been working on uh, actually purchasing a MLM company for uh, about eight months now. Uh, we've been working on this purchase. And so at this stage, it's getting really late in the game. Um, I am not sure if we'll actually pull it off. It's it's getting a little bit, It's getting, it just feels a little unknown right now. And you know, we're getting close to the end where we have to, we have to make it happen or not. And, um, and we've been working on it for a while. So I, I think for the first, you know, definitely the first half, we were extraordinarily confident we would do it. Um, and for kind of the next half, it's been up and down and it's looked great at times and not good at times. Um, but basically the company is, uh, I can't give a ton of details about it, but I can, I can say it's, you know, it's an, the MLM and health and wellness sector. So <laughs> uh, that leaves basically uh, 75% of them. Um, and it's in the top, the top probably, well, it's in the top 100 biggest MLM companies um, out there. So uh, it's a pretty good size. Uh, it's, it does multiple nine figures um, of revenue. And, uh, and yeah, so we've been looking to uh, purchase this company. Um, Ashley, myself, and uh, and then we have a partner as well, um, and uh, and we've been working on it, like I said, for eight months, and and it's been really exciting. You know, uh, if it happens, we're going to be jazzed. If it doesn't happen, honestly, we're going to be disappointed. But you know, we're, we are trusting and believing that God is directing our steps, and that if it doesn't happen, that He's He's protecting us from something that we can't see. And, um, and we're going to be okay with that, although disappointed. And what was I going to say about that? Oh, the, the, the expansion of our mind. So we literally can't go back. Like, I can't go back to thinking the way I used to think after going through this process for eight months. It's been so, so empowering in that way. Um, meeting some of the people that we've met to talk about a deal of this size has been just life-changing minimally just to like learn what these people think how they think um it's been so cool so that's one thing we've been working on another thing is so you may know but uh we had a sales manager in our in our business for a couple years and for quite a while we saw some major major warning signs that uh this was not a good good fit anymore. Uh, not a good fit, uh, was not treating us well and, uh, was honestly slipping in performance and, um, you know, just gave a, a very long, r- long runway to, you know, have him fix some things. And, uh, he decided not to do those things, decided not to work on himself or fix those things or whatever. And I felt that God was telling us that we needed to fire him for quite some time. I had some close mentors, uh, two, three of them that told us that we needed to do that. And it took many, many months, but it was finally obedient. We finally did it. And, you know, it was very scary because, you know, uh, like the sales manager was kind of a, a pillar in our business and, and we ended up doing it and, uh, you know, the loss of revenue. So, he, you know, he, his revenue obviously was gone. All the revenue that he helped facilitate was gone. 
and our second, well, really our best performer outside of him, uh, got into a slump that he hadn't been in in 18 months. He had not been in a slump for 18 months, and he literally got into his first and only slump the moment after we fired the sales manager. And it's funny because that performer didn't rely on the sales manager at all in any way, like zero. Literally did not rely on him for anything. But, you know, just kind of coincided at this perfect time, uh, the perfectly wrong time. Well, what's been really cool is, you know, God has increased revenue in other areas of the business almost supernaturally to where our income really didn't go down. Like it went down a little bit, but our income really didn't go down that much even though the sales volume that those two guys brought in was pretty substantial. Um, the overall volume of our business did not go down uh, on the Rebels business, uh, which is really, really just a huge blessing. So that said, that backstory is that we have hired a new sales manager and three new uh, internal sales reps right now, and they're actually, their first day on the phones was yesterday. Um, So that's pretty exciting. Um, It's also pretty scary because, you know, you gotta gotta spend a lot of money on ads to fill up three people's calendars. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, uh, we're just praying that 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 works out well and we're trusting that it will. And uh, assuming that it does is, is, is it's going to be a huge, huge thing, huge blessing. Um, and then I think the last thing that I was going to mention is outside of cutting this person off who just cut me off because they're just schmucks. Um, so just, just go ahead and uh, won that. That, was, that felt good. Um, so what did, I, what did I talk about? The company, the sales team, and I don't even know. Well, I'm sure I'm working on other things too. So the uh, the house is new. Um, it's like three or four months old. So it's pretty cool. And oh, the mastermind. So we joined this mastermind and man, it has been so crazy. So I, I already talked about this on a few podcasts ago, but um, it just kind of fits in this like current season that we're in. Started this mastermind or joined a mastermind, I should say. And, and it's for Christian entrepreneurs that uh, are all at a uh, at least a seven-figure business uh, or larger. Well, it just so happens that the vast majority of everyone in this um, mastermind are like, it's not like they're like, you know, a lot of times when you go to masterminds, it's, it's, it's a lot of people just above the threshold. That's really what it usually is. It's like, okay, let's say the threshold is six figures, like a six figure business. You know, there's a lot of people in there making like $110,000, you know, or like maybe they were at six figures and they've fallen back type of thing. Or, or if it's a seven figure threshold, which very few masterminds are, um, if it's a seven figure threshold, then, you know, again, you have, you have, people just above the threshold. Well, the way that, uh, that this one is, is they're like almost everyone in there is not just above the threshold. They are like, like light years beyond it, which has been so cool. Like people in the, you know, centi millionaire category easily. Um, like many of many, 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 many of them, uh, there's even a guy, at least one, it might be more, uh, in the in the billionaire category. 
Um, or his business is valued at a billion, I should say, uh, two billion. Um, so just insane. So that has been so cool. Um, cause we did one event with them and then, uh, and then we're doing like weekly break, like weekly, no breakouts, but weekly pods. So basically it was 55 people in the mastermind. And then every week we get broken up into our group of eight that we were randomly assigned. Um, and we get to spend time with them and, you know, do mastermind things, you know, talk about things we're going through, pray for each other, all that kind of stuff. And so the people, the eight people in my pod, uh, are just absolutely awesome. And, um, I think, I think all of them, I don't know about all of them, but I think quite a few of them just have just businesses so far beyond ours, uh, or it's just so cool. So anyway, guys, with that, um, I am, I am, basically home. I'm just driving up the last few minutes is up a mountain road and uh, the sun is in my eyes. So it's perfect timing for me to get going. So we love you and appreciate you. Have an amazing day and talk soon.